Three, Don't talk testing, to me, testing. just you're talking to laptop. Testing, testing. Welcome to the Haya Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon B, here with uh, Jackie. What Ken. up? Do you have anything to say before we get started? No, but today we'll Today's be going... to be a banger. I hope it is, and we'll be talking a little bit about the Asian dating culture for an Asian man that is, you know, been living here for a minute. So yeah, our experiences yeah. and whatnot. Before we hop on, you want to do a quick update with the Seahawks? All right, so yeah, the Seahawks, um, if you have been paying attention to the news, they they signed Alden Smith to a, a deal from the Cowboys in the free agency. And it did not end well because Alden Smith was, what was he charged with? Forgot, but... Uh, it was not looking good for Alden Smith. I I believe um, Alden Smith was his issue, of course, is a second degree battery in Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah, I didn't even know that he gets. <laughs> you know, then again, you're from those states. I don't know what that means, but that's exciting. Um, unfortunately, Seahawks choked again, and we resigned Geno Smith. <laughs> yeah, Gino Smith always wins the coin tosses. <laughs> yeah, so I guess you know you pay him quite a lot to flip a coin. We thought long snappers get paid a lot to do nothing, but apparently yeah, it's Gino, Gino Smith. Smith doesn't do anything, especially when you're behind one of the most durable quarterbacks in the league, Russell Wilson. He hasn't missed a game in a minute. Because <laughs> he never played a single game, even for preseason, he didn't get that many options. But yeah, I think that's enough with our Hawks. Um, we're excited to have yeah, Pierre Desire. Without further ado, let's hop into today's segment. So we're gonna be sharing some of our uh, dating experiences, the the dating culture. Yeah, let's 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 just jump yeah, into it with go. our personal experiences. Kindergarten, Brandon. Kindergarten? Oh, I have not loved anybody in kindergarten. I had a few, like, I'd say girl best friends, but nothing other, nothing, no relationships in kindergarten, you know? Like, I always went over to the, the freaking girl's house. Wow. What happened? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For me, I have nothing in kindergarten nor in elementary school. Anything with Yeah, you? no. I have not had anything. I just remember, like, in elementary school, girls are usually, like, the people who are the most athletic. Athletic, in some American standards, it's like throwing football, playing basketball. I was, like, just a running guy, and I guess, you know, that's a hard thing to flex nowadays in elementary school. Yeah, I actually was a part of the, the so-called popular group. Um, I went to primary, which is, like, it's like an extra year between kindergarten and first grade. And I went to primary with these. And this is where I met like the popular kids. Like we all played sports. I played like basketball, soccer. And I was like one of those, was like jocks maybe. And then, I don't know, I did not really have any like relationships during when I hung out with those guys. But I was just I was just remembered as one of like the the popular kids like back then. All right, and he's flexing, but also, I was not. I, but... I, I think I was definitely in the popular group. Um, 
for a little bit and then I came here so and I and then that's when I started to you know developed not only as a person but as a player um not much of growth as a player i've from... never i've never really been a player you know <laughs> I was but, never a player. <laughs> but after i went through the popular group i went to the very like nerdy like um gamer playing minecraft with a couple of my friends in a different group and then that's where i started being associated with that group but oh, for yeah. for relationships i never really had any relationships you know yeah i feel that um yeah, for me, middle school, I liked this girl, and I was in, like, an algebra class with either some, you're in seventh grade or you're in with freshmen in high school, and the guy's like, hey, just put your arms around her, and I did, and then I got called out because <laughs> she, like, immediately reported to my boy, Mr. Blodgett, and then he gave me a talk, and I think that's the first time I learned about consent, so guys... Regardless of what culture you are, consent is very important. And I learned it the hard way. And so much harder that the following week, they put a little thing on my butt when I sat down. So you can just really imagine what that is. <laughs> oh, if you if you didn't know where I come from, I, I went to a private elementary school in Oregon. And there are not um, that many students. So I guess relationships are very hard because it's like, Oh, you break up with somebody but they're still your like classmate the next day like that's immediately right there but then um i mean also with being in oregon there's not very many asians so you you must know what that's like and my cousin uh went to the same school as me we both liked the same girl so it was kind of awkward there there's like two other asian like um females in our grade so that was kind of weird. Who end up got the, who got the girl then? Right? Nobody. But no, <laughs> the thing is, not right now. But um, my cousin, he goes to University of Michigan. The the girl that we both liked actually is going to U, University of Michigan. Okay. So I don't know if they've uh, talked to each other, but All I right. don't know. I mean, it'll be a good chance to hit him up and go, hey, connect with her. So you know, I gave you my blessings. <laughs> <laughs> but aside from that. Yeah, I think middle school is a great time cause, because that's when you actually have the schedule change where you're not in the same exact class with everyone all day long. Oh, yeah. And so that's... You actually get to see more people. Yeah, for sure. And for me in middle school, I didn't have anything. Like, all these upperclassmen would kind of troll me. And they, it, there's one instance where I think we had like a... Kind of like a field day, but middle school. And like, this was before I knew... I put on deodorant because, you know, like, Asian people don't really smell. But, like, I was so nervous that day. I was sweating profusely. And I smelled so bad. Like, anyone within two yards away from me could have smelled me. Like, <laughs> it, was a, it was like, you know, if I was in Civil 49... My odors would have gone to such down. That's all I'm saying. Like <laughs> oh, speaking, like speaking of smells, I had I had this one um, Indian friend who you know the, he always had that curry smell in him. Yeah. So it's like he's I'm like what's that smell? It's like, <laughs> and he invited me over to his house a few times. Mm-hmm. But did, like, did his house reflect how he smelled? Yeah, I I could see it um not while i was there like it generally smelled okay but it was like a couple times when like i was leaving 
from like a, a sleepover or something mm-hmm. you could hear like you could smell like they're cooking something Some yeah indian food yeah i guess part of that is just like they're not exposed to the smell because they haven't had that kind of food they don't really use like turmeric and all these spices so don't judge them if you're younger or older like embrace it maybe you never know because some of these ingredients i still use to this day and makes food so much better even though it smells funny (laughs) just like durian but aside from that durian does not smell that that bad okay my grandparents gave me some durian the other day a few weeks ago it's pretty good yeah, durians are banger. Um, I like them personally. I don't think it smelled that bad, but I definitely growing up, I dread the smell and I never had it. But, you know, like as you mature, you stop caring less about what it smells like. You just go in. No other yeah. sexual reference, but, you know, that's what I'm saying. Stinky tofu. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was thinking about. And then, yeah, in high school, what was, what was that like for you, Brendan? High school, I didn't really find like any crushes or anybody I had like connection with because I still went to the same school in Oregon but I didn't really have I didn't really have the same like I wasn't really looking for anybody you know like my relationship life was just kind of null is there do you think there's a reason why you weren't like out there like you're a little bit of in college no I think it's just you know, being Asian, it's like you, it's more that you want to be, ind- when you get independent, then you start, like, branching out, you know. I feel like you're always looking up to your, like, parents or, like, family on what to do, and you always have them, like, make decisions and stuff for you. Now it's like when you're dependent, oh, it, it's changed. Like, the game has changed. Yeah, completely. for sure. And I remember, because I went to a pretty predominantly white middle and then part of my high school, a lot of the Asian girls, I'll be like, yo, like, why are you guys all like white guys? Congrats to her. She got engaged recently, so it worked out. Um, But I was like, why don't we like Asian guys? And they're like, I don't know. They're just not attractive to me. Um, And then I feel really demasculated. So Asian guys, stand up for yourself. Show them what you're worth. And, you know, do some sports or something. Don't sit around and study all day. Foro ain't going to get you no girls. <laughs> Keep it hunted. You get the money, I don't know. the girls will follow. I don't know. That's like one of the, I think, growing up, what do you learn in Chinese culture, at least? Right? Yeah. If you have money, women will follow. But do you really want that gold digger mindset? Because what if, you're, you know, not everyone's going to be rich. Like, does that exclude you from getting and finding someone who loves you for who you are. So I hope that's not the case for y'all, but you know, having money definitely helps with relationships because there's security and who doesn't love security? Of course, of course. And yeah, for me, I dated someone for 17 months. Very awesome, great girlfriend. I think it just didn't work out because that was before I learned what introvert and extrovert it was. I was very extroverted compared to her and she's very introverted and thank god we kind of separated on good terms but then like shortly after we there was some drama that happened that we'll disclose in other episodes but now she's a i think a researcher at UW and she's a massive weeaboo so 
Totally that's a win. <laughs> that's that's a win for me, baby. Um, yeah, she's still really pretty. Um, probably the prettiest girl I've dated. Um, yeah, and sometimes it's really frustrating because you bring a girl home and they're like perfect, and their parents' eyes are like, oh, she's really presentable. She knows how to dress. Her manners are really well. She carries some charismatic. She's very like like your parents would know like, oh, she would be a great wife. But then like. I'm a sophomore in high school. So, <laughs> to yeah. this day. Dude, that's, that's what I always think about when talking to, like, girls. I'm always like, is this person, like, presentable to, like, family, you know? Yes, but then there's definitely other issues that comes along with it. And I encourage you to think a little bit more. But, but of course, like, those are always plus. Anything that will just make your family operate better and don't start any drama will be great. But yeah, after that relationship happened, I I was talking to this other girl who later on broke my heart. Actually, I'm going to talk about the next episode or other future episodes. Um, dated her. It was long distance for three months, and that's when I learned about depression. And woo, your boy barely <laughs> knew what emotion means in general. Like, I, I didn't know what being lonely felt like until my first girlfriend up until that point. Because, you know, in Asian households, you don't really have babysitters. <laughs> Those are your grandparents or, your, like, yeah, family friends. Course. And I don't... So, yeah, so I think, like, it was crazy. The fact that all I knew was happy, sad, angry, and, like, now lonely. I had to deal with depress- depression. And then I'm just, like, you know, you hear about it, but, like, you don't know what it actually feels like. Like, everyone goes through it in middle school or to some capacity. Most are, like, not, like, where you have to see a doctor or therapist but it's a lot so i guess yeah. that's when i learned that I, I learned like yeah i'm not someone to go to if they have a lot of emotional breakdown because i don't know what to do i stutter I, yeah i think that's that's with me too it's like if people tell me like what to do in certain situations i just won't know what to say because i haven't had those like experiences and stuff like that but if you know me um for relationships i've only had really one like three month thing so it was freshman year year of college and I mean, it was it was okay while it lasted but at the end it kind of got rocky <laughs> what happened how did it start tell us the story brandon uh it was you know dating apps it was tinder and okay. then started messaging and then soon after um, it was before actually school started, so I freaking had my location over here, and then, <laughs> and then once school started, we started like seeing each other and stuff. It didn't really feel like we were dating, but it was just more like we were together, you know. Oh, it wasn't like were you guys at least hanging out then? Yeah, we we hung out um, multiple times, but then at the end, it kind of got rocky because um, one person at uh, my school, our school. He, he kind of, well, after we broke up, he started hanging out with her. Like, I saw it on, the, on his Snapchat story. And then they just, I think they were talking a lot about me behind their ba- my back, which really hurt. And then it was just, I don't know, it was just like, it just went downhill from there. But anyways, I'm, yeah. I'm happy now where I am. Yeah. So I guess this but, is another lesson like, don't talk trash behind someone's back and 
or else it'll come back to you in some way. And yeah, so I guess we can kind of talk about some of the struggles just growing up aside from being demasculated. I think you brought up a really good point when it comes to the none of your parents want to want you to date at all until you have like a job six figure and then have like a house or something Mm -hmm. but then by the time that happened you don't really get to build character you don't get to test out regardless of your religion or your whatever background like i think hanging out with people dating you learn a lot about yourself and you learn about what you need and what you don't want or like what would not work what are some deal breakers and what you can compromise and a huge part of it is just like you spent all that time studying and doing academic and career things and when when the time uh, comes yeah. for dating like your options are really low like you don't want it's like your parents will build you up for to be like a match but then when it comes to like the actual like talking to, to other women or like dating you just don't know what to do yeah it's like not natural and it's just awkward and I think part of it's just like if you don't know yourself you don't know how to communicate in like an intimate level it's very awkward and obviously like no girl wants to talk to a guy that talks the same to everyone like I feel like everyone wants some exclusivity in that sense and if you have no experience it's just like going into an interview not prepared and speaking a completely different tone and dialogue and but you know gotta shout out to people who are successful out there um people in South Asian dating there's a lot of successful stories in there and sometimes you learn you really learn to shoot your shot and I think only shot my shot once and I didn't think the message was even open ever but I tried there's a lot of um, attractive people on there but they also I guess have a lot of people going after them yeah and I definitely I realized a couple of them like they had boyfriends and then their friend auctioned them off and I'm just like yeah that's ridiculous that's just clout tracing crazy yeah but definitely i'm not gonna lie there's a couple of girls i follow on instagram to this day i don't remember who at this point because it's been so (laughs) long i don't follow people like that anymore but like subtle asian dating it's like a private facebook group where you have to be asian i think they just allow anyone nowadays at this point because it's been it used to be really exclusive where like if you're not i don't ever see anyone white and then now i see like I don't know some Chad Smith or something in the comments. I'm like, what is this? What yeah. this became? And how'd you get accepted? Yeah. So yeah, how I was like, Adam, you guys are messing up. Right. And there's a recent news in a guy in Japan. He had a flaw in Jap- flaw where like he dated 35 women at the same time, and then told them each he has a different birthday, and then he was getting a gift all the time because of all that oh man and people are crapping on him but like you gotta think you're you're managing 35 people imagine you're a manager for organized he's a he works part-time and it's super funny because people are like how is he able to do this and he's only working part-time i think he's full-time working to like connect with all these talk to all these women and he's definitely working smarter not harder like imagine juggling 35 different people figuring out their interests their wants and then making them feel like you're available and i guess that he must be the opposite of a nice guy because nice guys you make you always open up your schedule like he's such jam-packed schedule (laughs) yeah it's kind of insane and 35 yeah no he is literally he's doing the bachelor in real life 
and he got arrested unfortunately and i was like man he should not get charged like (laughs) this man's living in 2050 (laughs) (laughs) so i think there's some double standard in that sense because if a girl does it you know like i think society will accept it more but if a guy does it it's just like yeah questionable then again you know society homeboys hustling and you know sometimes you just gotta go out there or else you know one of them could be the 35 yeah like, this is what happens when you it's hard to imagine what he would be charged with i think like fraudulence <laughs> lies i <laughs> yeah. don't know we'll, we'll figure out more as time goes by but guys be yourself and whatever that means if you don't know what that means figure out what be yourself means learn about yourself and then or else you're gonna end up regret a lot of things and saying a lot of hayas. Yeah. Well, I think that's a quick update on our life. You guys get to know us a little bit better. I hope you learned some stuff. Probably not. And we'll dive into future stories in the future. And love hearing some feedback. So quick plug, Meraki T Bar, M E R A K I T Bar. Um oh, yeah, of course. Currently they're at the tail end of their pink month and next month will be mango and they will be using real mango pieces to their drinks so i'm super excited go check them out they're on the app look them on google maps decent review and all these other shops but when you go support some local business go in in person try to not use the apps please Follow me at Jack Keychain. Um, try not to DM me too much, but you can always DM Brandon B. Yeah, Brandon H Y B E E on Instagram. But yeah, we'd love to get connected with y'all. Um, I have a great rest of your day, and remember, when in doubt, hiya. Hi-ya.